reignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. in the hope zone I actually I I was born in church going up and gone through the the mill after senior high school I came for tertiary then I was still I joined lighthouse back in school to the point I even went on a lowest camp with bishop and all those things but after school some problems started coming my father today did this tomorrow, that, and all those things. So it got to a point I was actually wondering if I should still be a Christian and all that because my, my father was a pastor in the church that we were. So I did a, a lot of things, so many things. All the, most of the bad things that you can imagine, I was also, I did some. But like drinking, <laughs> drinking, <It's okay>. <laughs> and, and, and the rest. So, um, but... And once in a while, my mother would be giving me pressure to come to church. Kofi, brah, sorry, and all, you know, and, but so I'll come. I'll come victory. Sometimes when I wake up early, I'll come divine encounter. Sometimes when I don't wake up, I just come to restoration. So once I came with my friend and we were sitting over there on the corner there and Reverend Asso was standing here saying uh, he needs some people to join the hymn squad. And then he came down. And my friend was actually pushing me, Charlie, you, you for John, and I said, Charlie, you for Deji. So I, he, he, Reverend Asa eventually came and just took my hand and he came, like he brought me here. It took a while, but I, I joined the hymn squad and it wasn't easy. We were still struggling, but I think around September, some two years ago, when the hymn squad was just about to phase out, but Reverend Ima called me on one Saturday through Auntie Ellen that I should come and help him. He's starting a bus to a satellite church at New Legon. So I came. I was thinking it was just a one-day thing, but later it became permanent pressure. Then all the pressure and all that, but I've come to realize that it wasn't pressure anyway. It was just some deliverance because when I look at all those times and where I was actually getting into, by now I would have maybe even been having some two kids with different women. But I thank God that through the messages of uh, our bishop and Reverend Asso and the long hours of prayers, you have to come to a meeting that the things he, he's talking about, it's not money, it's not money or getting something that will like, benefit you about other people, go and bring other people to church. You even, you, some, some of them will even take your money, but they won't come. But I think all these things have actually delivered me from those things that I was actually running from. 
and I think that I'm happy. Even if I don't have money, that's when I become happier. When there's no money and I think there are issues, I become even happy. And that is the day that I, people will even be asking you for money. But anyway, you have no money. So I want to thank our, our, our fathers in the house directing us on a path that always makes us happy when there are even issues and problems to solve. Thank you. Wow. What a testimony. What a testimony. Wow. In Bishop's book, what it means to become a shepherd, one of the things he says is that to become a shepherd, you have to be able to forget about your own problems. Never think anybody who stands and he solved all his problems. That's why he's come as an angel from above to tell you what to do. In the midst of our problems, in the midst of everything, we are serving God and we receive joy as a result. Of that. Clap for Jesus. So, in serving God, our sister Ruby Hayford in the Solid Foundation Movement and our brother Sidney Hayford, who is her husband, who is in a team that call people to come to church on Sunday morning, remind us of our programs, through their service of God, somehow God blessed them with a baby girl. Clap for them. Wow. What a testimony. It's powerful. Put your hands together for the Lord. As we welcome our sister Grace to minister unto us.
of the Lord. Hold on to your seat tightly, for you are about to be hit by a certain volcano of a preacher with the anointing of refreshing upon his life. If you need some refreshing like I do, stand to your feet. Get ready to 
Bishop, Edwin, Mother, Oko! Clap your hands. Clap your hands for Jesus. Are you happy to be in church today? Can you welcome two people? Hallelujah. Amen. And I myself also want to welcome you to church today. Clap your hands for Jesus. This morning, I have the privilege to read the word of God with you. Let's all read it together. Mark chapter 8. Mark Umano 18, watching. Verse number 36. Ntichemu Edia, Edia San. Edia San Sian. But I, 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 just for some extra blessings, let's do 35. Senye Bea Ebenya and Tuswa, in Shan Tuswa Ninsino. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. Is, is, is there anybody here who believes in the words of Christ? You know, I just want to make a comment before I continue. Something is happening in this service. I want to encourage you. This is your pastor. pastor. I want to encourage you. Please see him to help you to find ways contributing to the building of this particular service because I see prosperity in the service I see growth in the service and all those who are or who have joined hands with him to build the service as it is growing your life will be growing I'm not, I've not said, I've, I've, this is, this service I'm preaching in is the fourth service. This is the fourth, fourth service. I'm I've not said this, I didn't say it in the first, in the second, in the third. This is the only place I'm saying it. And I also not say it in the fifth service I'm going to have after this one. The Holy Spirit is speaking. If you want your life to advance join i've said this before was it in the service a moving train or doesn't here here yeah yeah if you see a train moving jump into it its movement will be your movement please please that's why i've introduced the pastor of the service see him to give you something to do something to do so that there will be a reason for you to be in the train. Not because God needs anything from you. I'm telling you, without your help, <laughs> it is already happening without you. So, please 
believe me that I, it's not a gimmick to, to, to court your involvement to make any difference but I'm seeing something and I love you there is something the church will do for your life that master's degree will not do for you my patient already PhD will not do for you I want to beg you out of love and concern for you find an excuse to be in the train because it is moving hallelujah Clap your hands for the lady. Beautiful. Very, very, very well. It is all as a free monas a wound yashia. Pebby be ye, Nafon Sasumubi, Sanya Bea, Sanya Cupon, or Ton Shirana, Wonsu, a Bibe Kaunsa, Amen. Hallelujah. Very good. Please, you understand what I've said. But your seminar make an motiasi. So, having said that, let's read the verse. Makanwe, we and Mumme and Kai, Yakin Kansemno. Whosoever, except for. Whosoever will save his life shall lose it. But whosoever shall lose his life for my sake and the gospels, the same shall save it. Next verse. Okay. Nania Obe Crow Neukano Yebeji Efrinisem Nansonia. Beautiful. For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or, and I said, What shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Last week I began to share a series I have titled My Own Soul, My Own World. Now, what you said, a soul you see there is a certain wisdom you need for your life that going to school in the university or polytechnic or SHS will not give you. This morning I'm introducing another type of wisdom. And it's, it's called the wisdom of God. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 6 and 7, or verse 7, it talks about this wisdom is mysterious 
and it is hidden. But that hidden wisdom has been ordained by God for your glory. It is the wisdom that will make your life beautiful. But that wisdom which will make your life beautiful. The Bible says in verse 7 that it is it's a mystery, first of all. And it has been hidden. So most people are not using this wisdom because it is hidden anyway. The wisdom most people are using is the worldly wisdom, the cheap wisdom, one step wisdom. You want to go up, climb up. You want a woman, chase a girl. You want money, collect money. That is just very, 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 even animals think that way. Animals. That's all. Even, even babies, your two-year-old baby, one-year-old, that is crawling. If the baby sees the steps, it wants to go up. Mommy, mommy. It's a, you are upstairs. The baby even has sense to climb up. That wisdom is cheap. It's amazing. People who have done so-called MBA, so-called university, so-called lawyer, doctor, but no important, so-called what businessman. You see that the wisdom is using, even goats are using that same wisdom. Goats. It's, 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 it's wonderful. I mean, people you, you expect to be, I mean, to be wise. They are using wisdom that babies are using. If you want real wisdom, let's go for the complex wisdom of God. It's complex. That wisdom, the reason why most people don't use that wisdom is that that wisdom, if you use it, you should be prepared to be called a fool. Which is what most people, most people like to, to impress. But the wisdom of God, if you use it, you'll be called a fool. Because it doesn't make sense. It says, if you want to go up, go down. If you want a lot, rather give the little you have. Doesn't make sense. But the worldly wisdom says, Sally, you want a girl, chase a girl. But in the kingdom of God, we also want girls. We all like girls. We like, I, I, I've got a girl in my house. 
But we don't look for girls when we want girls. We look for prayer meetings, ministry, serving God, seeking the kingdom of God. Then the girl will come. I'm preaching, baby. Hallelujah. I mean, even girls, girls like boys more than boys like girls. We are all, I mean, it's, 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 it's normal. It's normal. But in the kingdom of God, when you want a man, you don't lower your neckline to pass inside your breast like that. In the world, the wisdom of the world is that the world knows that As for a man, it's just the breasts. If you see a man and you want him, just let it fall a little. And it even gets worse when, in addition to the breast, you show a little of your tie. A lot of you men still here. You went to chase breast and ties. So you have married a witch in your house. A man, a man when you are sitting there, you are writing your nails. Huh? But in the church, the girls also want to marry. They also like boys. They want to be married. But in the church, if you want to marry, if you want a man, you don't show your breasts. You show your soul. There's a soul. Sobriety. Sobriety. Humility. Meekness. That's what a woman shows. A sorry way, Musa. Oh, your banner, who said, Oh, Pesa, oh, warrior. Who you know from Guho? Name, Mom, no. Oh, that will cry, Eddie. Be a war, cry, the moon, and I would. I don't want to go into God, Lewis. I'm just saying to you that, please, let us who are here. See, it's a, it's, this, this is a privileged fellowship. It's a privilege to be here. Few people are in church. Oh, yes, Pastor. Even if our church is 10,000 members, this branch is 10,000, it's still a thought compared to the masses. Few people are in church. 
few people have the privilege to open the Bible because the wisdom that the word of God will give you is hidden and I'm saying to you that you are one of the privileged ones don't mess up the wisdom you have is great don't mess with it what you go to the university they will also teach you valuation how to value a car a used car a brand new car how to value a house not all houses have the same value even if you have the same number of bedrooms because you, it, 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 it's, 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 it's price it's related to social facilities the, the land, the, the price of the land in the area, the, 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 the amenities in the area, access, easy access to certain facilities, various things. Then we look at all that and say, this house is one million dollars. When you, your big 10 bedroom house, because it's in the forest, is 20,000. The university will teach you how to value a house, how to value a piece of land, how to value a car. But they will never teach you because they can't. They lack the wisdom. How to value a soul. This is the school we attend to learn valuation of a soul. Because a soul has value. There's no course in Harvard or Wharton School of Business or MIT, there's no course anywhere in the world that will teach you how to value a soul. But Jesus, the master, the teacher, the creator of the world, is the one who teaches us the value of a soul. And what is the value of a soul? What is the value of a soul? Many of us will use worldly wisdom to even try to give value to a soul. Where, where, where in this world, we saw the slave trade. They bought souls for $150, $200. If I put a doctor here and an apprentice welder and I say, value them. You give the dollar to the, 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 the doctor two million dollars and the apprentice welder sixty eight Ghana. Say may the doctor be a siha, now may the welder be susi, and now make us say, Ma omu em fasikabi tu omusua, Obeka say, Doctor Nidia, Oberman is two hundred million dollars, now so welder Nidia, Oberman is a kit way. If you go into the word of God, if you go into the word of God, now so Konyamia say more. God's word will teach you the value of a soul. Look at him. That guy, his value. I'm sure the set is wearing his second hand. It's not brand new. The set is not brand new. 
the trousers is from Abu Bulushi. The shoe is new. What did you buy it from? Madina. Uh, why is everything found in Madina? So everything is in Madina. If I say, what's the value of this boy? Oh, but this man, when we look at the glasses he's wearing. Gold, gold. From here to here is gold. Look at it. Look at his hair. The suit. This suit, only TVJs. The tie. What's this man's value? Look at the shoe. Two million dollars. This one, two Ghana. No, 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 no. Let's go to Jesus. He is the one who will teach us the value. Because a soul is a soul. Whether it's the soul of a lawyer or the soul of an apprentice or the soul of a mason or the soul of a president, a soul is a soul and is precious unto God. What shall it profit a man? If he gains the whole world and loses his soul. Which means that a soul, a soul is worth more than the whole world. But you won't believe it. Okra esumbuche ewiasinina unjindi mumdie nanso okra suche ewiasinina But Paul Jesus said your own soul Jesus said one kasa okra if you give your own soul out and you get the whole world there will be no profit it's a loss Ose se wuyi okra ema na odinye ewiase ahunye nyina unya shi enfimu so your own soul. Please say my own soul. My own soul. It's a whole world. But Paul teaches us something. That your own soul can give you a certain world. Your soul alone cannot give you the different worlds that you need for your life. Because a soul is a world. And your life is made up of many worlds. And one soul, your soul, is not enough. It will not be able to give you the world you are looking for. So what one of the things you can do? I told you, I told you last week that I saw a lady who had bought Brazilian hair. And I said, when, when are you going to remove this thing for us to see your real hair, your own hair? And she, and she told me something. She said, Bishop, you are wrong. This Brazilian hair is also my hair. 
it's not your hair. He said, it's my hair. He said, once I've used my money to buy it, it is also my hair. Wow! A Brazilian dead body's hair. Brazilian dead body, a Brazilian dead body, the hair which has been cut in the mortuary has been sent to you and you say it is your hair. Brazilian, I mean, not all of them are dead. Some of them, it's likely yours is from a dead body. If somebody can purchase a dead body's hair, so be to me to obi a we would see me and say that it is my hair. Now, so to me, cause a ye me we then you can also buy somebody's soul. You, you can pay for it with the word of God. And that person's soul can also become your soul. And the more souls you bring into your life, the greater and bigger and better the world you will live in shall be. When somebody walks into your life, the person introduces a world that would never have come to you if you had not had that person in your life. So, so I'm saying it again. Somebody can take somebody's hair and call it my own hair to add beauty to her. Because some of you, if, you are, if it was not the hair you are going to buy and you are using now, when we see you, we'll call you Robert. So you have, you have introduced a new world with somebody's hair. In the same way, a soul, somebody's soul, can be your soul. What's the biblical basis? Philemon, verse 19. The New Living Translation. Philemon. Paul told Philemon something. New Living Translation. It is what is it is that statement that gives me the confidence to say what I'm saying that somebody's soul you can act look at me please look at me look at me for a, a minute you can actually like, like you own your shoe you own your glasses beautiful shirt you can also own her soul you can, you can actually own people's soul as I stand here, I own people's soul. It's mine. I own it. Yes. Because Paul said, I have begotten you through the gospel. If he said, Do you think somebody can tell your mother that he or she owns you? 
The woman who went to the labor ward to give birth to you owns you. If you misbehave, she will slap you. Pa, pa. Yes. yes. She owns you. Our parents who gave birth to us, they own us. When my mother calls me that tomorrow morning she wants to see me at home, I have to go. She owns me. When you give birth to someone, you own the person. And Paul was bargaining for Onesimus' life. He said, I write this with my own hand. I will repay it. Paul was talking about the expenses Philemon was to make on Onesimus. He said, don't get the money from Onesimus. When I come, I will pay you. But, I won't mention that Philemon, you owe me not money, not shoes, not a dress, you owe me your very soul. Your soul. So Philemon's soul belongs to Paul. The soul of Marcus belongs to Paul. The soul of Lucas belong. You see, when you invest in souls, it is the highest form of investment. It's higher than investing in oil or investing in gold. A soul is a world. Many of you here, you are lone souls. You are lone, lonely, lone, lone wolf, lone soul. Like it's, it's just you, your soul, and your little world. But the more souls you add to your life, the bigger your world becomes. As I stand here, I have a big world. Let me tell you, let me share with you five worlds that a soul can represent to you. The different types of worlds. When you see somebody when you see a person you see that the person standing there represents a world yes. it's, it's even bigger than a world the first world that a soul a soul represents is a world of spiritual relationships. 
whom we are saying. Yes. Relationships that are spiritual. Look, there are biological relationships. Do you, do you have sisters? Biological, biological sisters? Biological brothers? Obviously, you, have, you must have a biological mother. You must have a biological father. Otherwise, you won't be sitting here. So, all of us have got biological relationships. But I'll tell you, my dear. Do not live your life only on biological relationships. Some of you have got academic relationships. Don't live your life only on academic relationships. Some of you live your life only on business relationships. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a world. I said there is a world. It's not academic. It's not business. It's not biological. It is a spiritual world with a spiritual family. With spiritual brothers. Everybody sitting here. If you want to do well, I'm sharing with you a mystery. Mysteries are not things that idiots can understand. Idiots don't understand. Don't 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 be an idiot. Understand it. Believe it that it is true. It. You know, sometimes you find people who are so deceived, they don't have anything. But they are deceived that they have something. Especially people who have been to university. Lawyers, professionals. They present themselves as people who know a lot. Meanwhile, really, they don't know much. I'm you wisdom. You won't learn it from Legon. Listen to don't think you are because of your money you understand what I'm talking about. I was at the wedding yesterday and I told them that most people don't know much. You are a doctor. You, you didn't become a doctor with 100% pass. You do get 100% in your exam. What is the minimum? What is the minimum in the med- you are a doctor, so you will know the medical school. What's the minimum mark you need to be a doctor? Fifty percent. Fifty. Once a while, we have some bright stars like your pastor, who may get a credit from sixty percent, but rare. 
most 58, 55. Which means that as we are introducing the doctor, he knows only 50%. He knows all Engineers, pharmacists, I asked a brother, ACCA, ACCA, the past mark is 51%. So somebody said, an international chartered accountancy, governmental institution of the government of Ghana, institution of the British Commonwealth Institution of Accountants, 50%. So as he's walking around feeling big, he knows only 50%. That is why you cannot be proud if you are a doctor. If you are an accountant, you know only half. If you got 100% to become a doctor, that's why we can respect you. That you are a total doctor. But you cannot come up around with 50%. It, it, it even gets worse when they are doing postgraduate. That one there, there was one I wrote. They failed and they had a meeting and said, let them pass. Meanwhile, you should see them in town. One of them, one of them, he was in the hospital and I think there was something, I forgot what it was. Either his collar was up or something on his hair. And a radiographer went and said, oh, please. He had just passed a specialization exam. He said, how dare you touch me? My stories are true. I'm not imagining. He said, how dare you touch me? If you have seen something in my hair, you must tell me. You can't touch. Do you know who I am? I'm a a radiologist. Meanwhile, he failed though. He failed and he was just passed. Your pride, eh? your pride. If God is to show you who you really are, you'll be cool. Let's, let's welcome Dr. Edwin Ogo. He, 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 he's a doctor and a specialist and he's a shilly. 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 In the church, the wisdom, David said, until I went into the house of the Lord, until I went, I never understood many things. Don't use your degree. Don't use your profession. Don't use your accountancy. Don't come with the money. Even the money you have, look at the loans you are going to borrow. I'm telling you something better than ACCA or MBCHB or BLLB or DDT. Lawyers, what, what, what mark did you get to be a lawyer? Always ask them. What mark did you get? You are wearing academic pomposity. A man, you are wearing something like a wedding, wedding, wedding hat. Professor of what? How much do you know that you are a professor? It's not papers you have written. Professor, he naunim. It is even worse. So you that you you didn't pass RME. You you didn't pass social. So please, can we all say I must be humble? I must be humble. I must be humble. As I said, my brother, what I say. As I said, my brother, what I say. Half. 
of most diagnosis of doctors. It's wrong. Structural engineers are collapsing buildings everywhere from Tokyo to Syria to Damascus to uh, wherever. Every London, they are collapsing buildings. You don't know much. That's why we come to church to add a little to our bogus knowledge we are making. I got a master's degree in economic sociology of industrialization committee of the of the betterment of the African world. Masters, what what, what did you get for the for the for the masters? The degree. What mark did you get? Jesus says. Yes, Christ say. It's part of your pharmacy. In spite of your medicine, there is something also a soul. A soul. When a soul comes into your life, he introduces a brand new spiritual relationship that your father cannot give. Many of you here, you will know that even in the church, the wisdom you hear, your father couldn't give you, your mother couldn't give you, your uncle. It's the church introduces certain relationships, a, a Christian brother. A Christian sister, they, they, I mean, yeah. David, we sang happy birthday for him today. Ask him, which brother has called you to sing happy, happy birthday? One of our pastors in this church, on his birthday, we sent him texts, cut a cake, whatever. No brother, no sister, wish him a happy birthday. In this church, he said, he's in one of the services, not this one, one of the pastors who sits here. It was in the evening. At 6 p.m., that his mother called him. His mother. The woman who sat, who was in the labor ward, and this boy came from her vagina. That's the mother she called. Can you believe it? She was insulting the boy, her son. I don't hear from you. You don't call me. Oh, I traveled. I've just come. Ah, call. You must call. Okay. I'll call you again. Say, oh, ma. I thought you were calling me to wish you a happy birthday. Oh, call me. And they are older. The mother, Isaiah said, Can a mother, can a mother forsake her suckling child? He said, Yes. Can a mother give birth and forget the birthday of her son? Yes, but I the Lord. When you say I the Lord, that I the Lord means the church in the Lord, the brother in the Lord, the pastor in the Lord. That's why we stand for him here. What we have given him, no mother, no brother, no sister, no cousin will give him what he has got here. So if all his life is those douchey brothers and sisters at home, he has a little life, a little world. But other souls, when they come into your life, they introduce magne- ma- magnificence. It's a world. Yes. I'm not saying that rubbish your cousin at home or your mother. No, 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 no. I've not said anything as stupid as that. Never. Your mother is your mother. But if you are sitting here and you do not have a spiritual mother, I pity you. You don't have a spiritual father whose word over your life 
guides your destiny. I don't know what you want to do with your life. That's why, you see, sometimes, sometimes, can I say something? If this is my soul, she herself may not give me much, may not represent much to me, but working on her, bringing her to church, praying with her, attending meetings with her, doing all that, I did it by relating with other people who are also winning souls and also, you know, doing the work of God. So through her, I get other collateral relationships that she may not give me. Now, yes, so for the year, Father said, me a meeting out me at Say, yes, me, me, the Beba, and me, the Beba, and Abrahamu. Ebia, me, and Casami to me, Farmano. Nanso, or name me a dink it a hono, no, ne a craft for frost to a charming wishano. It's a dink it a hono. And many of you, many of you, your wealth is your biological relationships your academic your classmates your business friends but you wait you see if you read mark 3 let me end with this story mark chapter 3 jesus was preaching and an usher came to tell him that your mother and your brothers are outside always always if you will be honest your biological relationships they are always outside they so, don't want to come inside where you are they are outside drawing you away from the world god has put you in Drawing, yes, I'm preaching. Drawing you, leave. Some of you, even on Sunday, you will not be in church in the afternoon because you want to have a family meeting, family dinner in the hotel with your wife and two children with big heads. And praying people. But we, we don't have wives. We are not married. We don't have anything. We will sit in the church and be having meetings, shepherd, outreach, discussing this, review, meeting, talking, quarreling. Then you. You are in the house, but I'm, in, I'm informing you, a day will come. None of those people will be around you. When you turn yourself, when Christ was carrying the cross, when he turned himself, even Peter wasn't there. At the back there was a woman, Mary Magdalene. He was not her biolog his biological sister, but in doing the will of God, you come into contact with people whose presence in your life is worth more than $10 million. They don't have money, but they can save you. Your mother is outside. Your brothers are outside. Jesus said, My mother is outside. Who is my mother? Jesus, oh, it's not Peter. Jesus Christ. He said, Who is my mother? Because beyond your biological mother, you must also have a spiritual mother. Do you have a spiritual mother, not father? Mother, a woman, a woman who is a spiritual overlord. Spiritually, she's in charge of your life. A man, a father. He may even be younger than you, but he's a father to you. Say, Yeji, Yeji, Who is my mother? Next verse. He looked round about. On them, which sat about him, which sat about him, which sat about him, and what did he say? He said, Behold, my mother, and behold, my brethren. Next verse for whosoever shall do the will of God, the same. I'm talking about a world you have not considered, it's called a world of spiritual relationships. Spiritual daughter, this is my spiritual daughter, this is my spiritual son. This is my spiritual son. It's a world. If you are not there, 
I pity you. Whosoever shall do the will of God. The same. The same. This is Jesus, the one you are following. Apart from the biological relationships, he had brothers, sisters, mother. Of course, he had sons. The day I saw a girl slap her mother in public, tear up her blouse, you, I'll, I'll always say this story till I die. You hear me, I'll say it. Because that is one of the most fantastic experiences of my life. Slap that, your, your mother, when you were coming out from the front, toilet was coming from the back. You see, pa, pa, and she held the blouse and tore it. The woman said, you've torn my blouse. Then she covered herself and went into the room. From that day till today, Sunday, it has never been easy for that girl. But when I saw it, I said, if all what this woman came to do in this world was to give birth to this girl, bring her up, take her to Christ. Some of you, your only investment in other human beings, in human beings apart from you, is your biological son, your biological daughter. Nobody else concerns you. Your son, you make uh, meat pie. Is it meat pie or monk pad? Meat pie. Meat pie. Put it in the thing. Drink. Uh, series. Box drink. And uh, tissue. Jojo, hey, come and sit down. Let's go. You drive them to school. <clears throat> Watch me carefully. A prophet is pre- preaching this afternoon. It's a prophet speaking. It's a prophet who is speaking to you. You will remember me. Jojo, hey, come and sit down. Let's go. Hey, how's your hair? Your hair. Say hello to your teacher for me. So, uh, um, Uncle William will come for you at uh, 2.30. Yes, daddy. And as he's going, small boy, big buttocks, moving. That's all you are doing. You give birth to a girl. You teach her how to have a period. You buy sanitary pad. As, as a, a pampers for her period. You buy, what do they use for period? Pampers. Um, iPad. Pad. <laughs> you teach her how to, how to cook. How to wash her hands. How to speak. Then she grows up and stands in front of you and touch your blood. If that is all you came to do in your life, to invest in this idiot, then I wonder, your place is in the mental hospital. You will go mad. But thank God, when these biological children disappoint us, we are surrounded like Christ. He was surrounded by a multitude of other relationships. That's a soul. You must have a daughter. You must have sons. That girl who came between, from between your ties cannot be your only daughter. Are you not wise? I thought you were wise. Or you don't read the news. Or you don't listen to people's experiences. That's why you see people in the church. When we are doing meetings, shepherd, outreach, yes, we bring them. Some of you sitting here, the shirt you are wearing, you, you are even a boy. I saw a boy. He's wearing a, a, a blouse. A, a lady pastor has given him his blouse to wear. That's all she has. You don't even know it's a blouse, but I'm telling you it's a blouse. But then, lady pastor, God bless you. Even if it's a blouse you gave him, let him come to church. One day, he'll be a son to you. Yes, a son to you. 
who brings comfort to you. Yes. A day will come. Your three children, you didn't find them. Where are they? They are somewhere. They are somewhere. Even to call you and ask you how you are doing. No. That old woman. Some of you still there. You call your father a wizard. Your mother is a witch. You. What they will call you a... Your mother is a wizard. It's a witch. Okay. But it's not even you I'm worried about. It's your mother. If all she came to do in this world was to give birth to you, then it's a wasted life. But God has ordained it. He said, which he has ordained unto our glory. That if you buy into this wisdom, you will never be ashamed. I said, you will never be ashamed. When your biological brother fails you, there's a spiritual brother in the church who will stand by you. When your biological sister fails you, there's a spiritual sister who is better. They say you are more than 10,000 of us. One spiritual sister may be more than all your family members. That's why we value souls. That's why we go out to witness I'll tell you something God in the next week to add more value to a soul but when you see a soul sometimes that son may be worth more than 10 biological sons but initially you will never see it till time passes and you are alone why don't you sit down a little and have a chat with your mother have a chat with your father he will tell you mysteries of life that your biological children you think are going to make your world for you. Hey, when you see me taking my children to school, paying their school fees, it is, it is, it's a, it's a, it's a divine responsibility. I can't, in fact, that is what even gives me the right to be a pastor. The Bible says that infidels cannot rule in the house of God. A pastor must rule well his house. That's why when you see me taking my children to school, my children, when they are writing exams, I drive them. We, we do revision. I take them to school. I'm in the school with them. We revise, pass questions. I have driven them from kindergarten. Drive them to school. Come, homework. I do with them. Yes. Pay their school fees. But my greatest joy is that they are not the only recipients of my investments in life. Hey, that's dangerous. That's a gamble. But apart from the three of them, I've got thousands others, including you, that you have not had your laugh, that you are sitting here. I will spend my life preaching to you. It is my children. When I'm talking to them, I don't sweat. But you, when I'm talking to you, I sweat. I enjoy it. I enjoy praying for you. I enjoy calling you. I enjoy caring for you. I enjoy teaching you. I enjoy hugging you. I enjoy putting my hand around your neck. Because some of you here, but for the church, you will never have had anybody in your house to show you the love we are showing you in the church. If that's all we came to do, it is worth it. But the day will come. You watch it. 
my biological sons, I'll be looking for them. I won't even find them. But thank God, I'll be surrounded by daughters, by sons, who for years have received investments for me. I beg you, those of you who are not married, when you marry, don't let your three children be your only source of care or your only uh, 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 focus of care. Don't. Care for others. That's what the brother said, the testimony. The work he's doing, even if you don't have money, say go. And what else? Everything, everything is for others. Not so. Yeah. Pray, uh, praying for others. Nothing about yourself. Yeah. But that is the real life. Because a man's life does not consist in the abundance of possessions, whether they are children or brothers or cousins. May all of us here in this service enter this world a world of spiritual brothers, spiritual friends, spiritual mothers and fathers and sons and daughters. Jesus had it. That's the wisdom. If he had it, you must also have it. There should be somebody in this service who can point to you and say, I am here because of you. I'm asking that right now. Can anybody point to you? No, but your children are abscess. You brought them to church. But God bless you. That there are people here who can get up and say, you are the reason why I'm here. You bought me. You paid for my bus fare. God bless you. This investment, one day, will be the highest investment you will ever make beyond your cousins and your brothers and your sisters and your fathers and your sons and daughters biologically. Yes. As I've been serving God. My father died when I was nine years. But through serving God, I've got a father. Yes. He's blessed my life. He speaks blessings into my life. It's made me great. Some of you sitting here already, even your mother has cursed you already. There are some of you here. You, you, I can see your car here, but your father has cursed you already. But you've got a big car. Black. Black. I can see that car sitting here. Need of you. Your father has cursed you. Why will you not also earn for yourself a spiritual father who will also speak some blessings that may neutralize and minimize the, the curses that are in your life? May God have mercy on us. And may we all our lives in souls so that we can enjoy certain wealth that your own very soul cannot give you. All have them. Jesus had them. You can also have them. Rest your feet and let's close. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. If you are here, no movement. If you are here today, you are not born again. First of all, I want you to lift up your two hands and pray and ask the Lord. To have an interest. God should give you an interest. And can it be that I should have an interest? Ask God to care for children who are not your biological children. Ah, pastor, I, I, mean, I go to orphanages to give. It's different from church. Jesus had sons in the church. It's not orphanage. 
who is your spiritual son? Who are your spiritual relationships? And lift up your two hands just for 10 seconds and say, say to the Lord, Father, give me an interest in others. The first world I've talked about is a world of spiritual relationships.
Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.